Welcome to the fourth episode of Ponies, Puppies, Peonies, and Pick-Me-Ups. Recently married couple. Learning how to homestead on a horse farm. Without, oh, we might as well just say it, killing each other. No, being snarky with others. What, <laughs> what do we say on the uh, website? Uh, getting used to each other's idiosyncrasies. Oh my gosh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So who, who's it brought to you by? It's brought to you by Flux Blue Moon Farm, which is our farm. Mm-hmm. And we now uh, can be reached at... <laughs> Flux Blue Moon Farm at gmail.com. So Flux, Flux, P-H-L-O-X, Blue Moon Farm at gmail.com. You really had to spell it out, didn't you? Uh-huh. People might have thought it was you. like F-L-O-X or something. <laughs> All righty. So today we're going to be mixing up things, and we're going to start with our pick-me-up. Yeah, that's good. And so the pick-me-up that we've actually selected today... It's kind of a... uh, We've got a history with it. Yeah. It's kind of a... It has a good memory and some bad memories. (laughs) But the good memories was one of our first trips together when we first started to date. We went to go see Kevin's brother in New York. Yep. And he took us out because he... The first night when we got there. Came up on a train. So he took... Knew that I was pretty much allergic to everything. And that I... What is it? You got gluten, intolerance, dairy, and and egg. egg. It's the trifactor. It's Uh very um, painful. And so he took time to try to find a restaurant that would be safe for me to eat at. And it was this kind of this vegan-y sort of restaurant. And they had this delicious cocktail. And it took us a little while, but we figured out what it was. And it happens to be called... It's well. It, uh, it's no. uh, Bailey's I, I, uh, Bailey's Irish Bailey's Irish cream made with almond milk rather yep. than regular milk or cream. Um, so it's it's Bailey's almond and it's A L M. It's not how you traditionally spell almond. It's I think it's French A L M A N D E. Okay. So that's that's the, the base. base drink. And the then alcohol. The cocktail that you have is the. Bailey's or the almond refresh? Yes, almond refresh. Yeah. And we just put a little, um, so it's basically made of the Bailey's almond and it has coconut water. It's like a 50 50 split. Yep. And then I kind of add a little cinnamon on top. Yeah. We've tried nutmeg before on it, which uh, is good. Um, yeah, it worked but it's, out fine. The cinnamon really. <laughs> and then because goes well. Kevin doesn't particularly want to drink the coconut water. Yeah, there you go. We make him a lucky Irishman with So it's the Bailey's with the uh, bourbon. So, back when we were first dating, I... um, After we had gone up to see my brother. Yeah, so we were all excited. we figured out this recipe. And I was all excited. I was cooking dinner with him, and I was making cocktails. And um, I kind of forgot that my drink was like coconut water and alcohol. And the, the, um, the Bailey's almond... It has like 12% alcohol. It's not that high. Yeah, but then when you put the... Um, bourbon in with it. Bourbon in with it. It has a little kick to it. Yeah, it, it did. So Except you uh, you added an extra amount of bourbon the one night. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then a little of the Baileys. Yeah. So basically, um, he was snockered really quickly, and I couldn't <laughs> figure out why. After half a drink. <laughs> no, you had like two. No, I had like uh, three-fourths of the first drink. Okay. I was Slurring my words. He was. And then um, pretty then much you, almost killed him from no, alcohol no, no. Then, poisoning. Then you made me a second one. 
Because uh, we didn't know that we were like... Had... But he was so much fun. He was dancing with me <laughs> in the kitchen and we being all cute. And then... <laughs> and I got... I went south real quickly. Yeah, he did. I got um, real seasick. But I got you um, a trash bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and you told me to vomit quickly to get it out of my yes, system. Yes, I did. And <laughs> it you would listened. be much better. I told you, yes. Yeah. Speaking from experience of a girl that used uh-huh. to puke a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it definitely um, makes you feel better when yeah. you can get anything toxic out of your stomach. Yeah. So anyways, there was a little bit of time in between when we made that drink and when we were able to drink it again. Yeah, it's like after you get sick on something, you don't want to yeah, like come anywhere and near it. Molly sangria. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've had a hard time coming back around to, to cocktails in general. Yeah, exactly. So this is kind of our This is his break me first, into yeah. cocktails. This yeah. is always a safe one for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's a um so in your case, it's an almond refresh. In my yeah. case, it's a Lucky Irishman. Yep. Uh, and, but both are made with the yeah. Bailey's almond. It's Bailey's Irish cream, but it's Bailey's almond. So for people that have are either vegan or have a dairy intolerance, this is a good way to, you know, be able to yeah. enjoy something with Bailey's in it. And then um, the other great thing about this is you can make lots of different drinks with it. Like I've added it to coffee a couple times, yeah. and it's been pretty good. And... Honestly, it's not a terrible winter drink. For some reason, it reminds me of Christmas. Well, it's it's very much like almost like eggnog, but uh, yeah, it's got that creamy and then with the cinnamon on top. But it's good in the summertime. Yeah. So, for um, a good alternative for those friends that um, have some food allergies or you know restrictions that they like to stick to. You can definitely try it. You can get it at most of the liquor stores. Yeah, it's it seems uh, to be there. in the uh, section where you would get Bailey's Irish Cream. Mm-hmm. And there thinks, I think there's like a strawberry one too, but yeah. I think that one actually has dairy in it. Yeah. Anyway. So, yes. Um, so, Kevin and I are enjoying those cocktails tonight mm-hmm. as we record this uh, podcast. Yeah. So, that uh, is the pick me up for the episode. Um, and then, uh, what, what, uh, should we tackle next? So the four P's, and then the the uh, the ponies, puppies, peonies, and pick me ups, and then we've got the poultry. Now we've added in the products. But yeah. we're not changing the name of our podcast. So I guess the products and the ponies are going to kind of go together this time. Yeah, so that's right, because the products are tied to the, the pony. Horse. So why don't we do that at the end? Because it will just be like a lot of horse okay. at the beginning. So why don't we talk about the yard that we're going to have for the puppy? Oh, yeah. So we, uh, we went ahead, uh, had uh, got three quotes on a uh, yard around our house for essentially a, a dog Fenced yard. Fenced well, and yard. you know what? This is very serendipitous because what did we find on our hunt? Um, our game cameras, not hunting cameras. Uh, Can't call them hunting no, our, cameras. Our wild game, our yeah, wild, yeah, wild, wildlife yeah. cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those. Uh, yeah, the first time we knew they were around because we'd hear them, hear them in the uh, the woods, uh, all around the area. But they heard Chateau Saint Cox. It was a really great place, <laughs> and they were going to move in, maybe. So we got these uh, the other night. We have a picture of two coyotes, that, which are really big coyotes. There are like wolf hybrid coyotes i don't know if they're that but they're very leggy yeah, for they coyotes are. um and they were in our driveway yep 
Um, so we need to keep a better eye out of my little Jack Russell. Uh, he'll be fine. And my little Bassett. Yeah, uh, yeah he's probably the more worrisome. Um, so anyways, we're going to get a fenced-in yard. And we went through the process. We have like a good philosophy going forward that we're going to get three estimates for whatever we're going to have done. Yeah, good um, practice. Good practice. The first person that we had come out, I don't mind. I'm not going to say who they are. Yeah, we won't. But it was not a bad quote. It was actually more reasonable than the one that we currently have. But... Um, the gentleman brought either his grandchild or something. Maybe it was his son. I don't know. Um, he was just running all over the property. It was a little five-year-old boy with him. And the kid let himself out of the car, which was fine. And he was a lovely little boy. He was very engaging. But he didn't pay attention to him. And I was talking to him, trying to tell him what I was going to do at the property. Talking to the fence guy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I realized the little boy was gone. And the little boy had let himself up on the deck with our dogs. Um, and it, that's fine, because Boo and Sebastian were out. And yeah, there are, fine. I mean, all our dogs are, well, we're not sure about Elvis. But all of our dogs are really good with kids so far. But my thing was, we had told this gentleman that we were having him come to put a dog yard up. What if we had not like, nice yeah, dogs? Yeah, exactly. And his little boy had come up onto our deck and got mauled. Um, so anyways, I entertained the little boy for a bit because the, grand, the so, gentleman that was here was not entertaining him. And, and he started climbing all over the, yeah, uh, the horse barn. Then he went into the horse barn, and I walked in, and he was climbing up our ladder to our hayloft, and the gentleman was there, and I was like, oh, can you get, you know, that that's not safe. And he said, oh, he's fine. And I said, yeah, I'm not comfortable with him going up to our hayloft. Can you please ask him to come down? And, of course, then he said, the lady wants you to come down. <laughs> not he should get down, so yeah. then it made me feel bad. So... Kind of and, a nice quote, but it just uh, yeah, it was a nice the... quote, and I was just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, it just made me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and so then we had another company that came, and he was super engaging. He was just lovely. Yeah. Um, and he talked to us quite a bit about just some of the challenges yeah. with um, COVID, the vid, Turdurkin, uh, whatever you want to call it. Getting the, uh, wood, wood supplies. Yeah. Even chain link. He said he's it like had a run on chain link, which yeah. we mentioned in the last episode about the yeah, chicken right. coop. But, um, we had a long conversation with him. Um, he gave us some options, whether or not we wanted to do it in pine or oak. This is kind of the funny thing. Um, at first he had told us that the oak was more expensive and the pine would be cheaper. And so, um, sometimes I become fiscally conservative and I was like, let's go with the cheaper. Yeah. So we told him that we would like the estimate and the pine and then the pine came back more money. And I was like, what does, I thought yeah, he said the we, pine we was cheaper. We were so confused, the poor guy. And we kept calling him and he was finally like, yeah, I thought pine was cheaper too until I did the numbers and realized that for some reason pine's more expensive now. Yeah. So they're doing oak boards with pine posts uh-huh. And then they're doing the metal gauge wire, yeah. black metal gauge wire. The fencing won't be painted. We'll have to paint it, which but is But the fencing fine. is in the style of the, the horse paddocks. Yeah, absolutely. The traditional um, yep. horse paddock fence. Absolutely. So um, we're going to have that done hopefully in five to six weeks. Yeah, or less, it sounds hopefully. like. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, and then we'll have a dog yard. So that will be great because um, I'm a little a bit of a psycho when it comes to letting my dogs run free on the property. Just got to watch them with yeah. the wildlife. The wildlife here. And Sebastian and Boo 
and Obi are just not that smart when it comes to predators. Apparently, Elvis is quite the hunter, so he'd probably be able to defend himself, but yeah. we're not doing that. So that's the first puppy thing. So hopefully we'll have a nice yard that they can run around in, and um, it'll be fun. And then the other sad thing that happened, although it ended well, was that Boo ended up getting kind of sick, and he's 15 years old, and so every time he gets sick, as Kevin will let you know, I think he's going to die. Every, every time he walks a little slow, it's like the end of the world for Boo. Yeah, so, and the, yeah, the he world was, for he, me. He was, he was, he had diarrhea. And, he had diarrhea, and we tried to get it to stop, and yeah, we couldn't get it to stop. just kept going. Like, so I took him to Blue Ridge Veterinary Hospital. They had an emergency clinic. I had called almost everybody I could possibly think of to get him in on an emergency visit, and basically everybody was like, yeah, no. Um... I have had not really good luck with um, one of the vet chains. I'm not going to say who they are in the past, and they do a lot of 24-7 emergencies. So I wasn't really keen on bringing him to one of those clinics. So I kind of did some research, and I found Blue Ridge, and they were awesome. They took him. They did um, social distancing, curbside pickup. They were super communicative. Um, they literally, I assumed that they were going to run my bill up as high as possible because I've had that happen to me previously. In emergency situations. And they told me a quote and they actually came in under it. And the woman actually called me, um, the doctor, the vet, and she said, so he ran his blood work and then I, um, and he doesn't appear to have kidney disease. And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, um, all this blood work right now says he doesn't have kidney disease. And I said, well, his vet records should be coming over. Um, So then she got the vet records and she looked at his his, um, kidney levels and then she re-ran the test free of cost just to make sure that there wasn't something wonky with it. And she said that his levels and his blood work was really, really good actually. Um, And that they just assumed he got, you know, some sort of, like he ate something or something funky. And yeah. so they gave me, you know, the basics, Pepsid. Then I got some um, probiotics. And yeah. then we got some other stuff. And he was on fluids just so he didn't get dehydrated. And then we brought him home, and he's been his little rugged self since. Yeah, he's tough, tough little bastard. Yeah, but Kevin watched me melt down because I had a couple <laughs> bit that I called that basically was like, sounds like it's a huge emergency. He's going to die. Yeah. Take him it to was the like, clinic. <laughs> that was, that was really poor on their part. It was Why really they would bad. Say that without even seeing the dog. Yeah. So, and as my mother said to me, Oh great. So they thought it was emergency, but they weren't going to try to help you and squeeze it in. Yeah. So. Seriously. Anyways. So I think Blue Ridge Veterinary Clinic has actually, kudos um, to them. Yeah. They've actually probably become my new vet uh-huh. um, because they were super accommodating mm-hmm. and, Percival. Yeah, and they're in Percival, and um, we have four dogs, so we need to make sure we have a 24-hour clinic that can see them, because inevitably, they never get sick when you need them to get sick. They get sick when it's the weekend or night or whatever. So, and then Kevin went on a road trip with Obi, and all the dogs thought that Kevin took, Kevin and Obi ran away, and they were never going to see them again. They thought that... uh... Yeah, we uh, we were never coming back. Nope. So I went up to my mom's uh, to visit her. It was her birthday, 79th yeah, birthday. Look at that. And secretly, Sebastian was pretty happy because he got to sleep with his mommy again. <laughs> sleep in the bed. 
Keep the bed warm. Yeah, I kept the bed warm. So, yeah. So and then uh, Obi. Obi came back and came in the house. It was and a the, big love fest. The, the dogs were so excited to yeah, see him. They're like, he's back. <laughs> Mom didn't send them away. Kevin didn't execute yeah. him. It's funny because Elvis is really the warrior. Yeah, of, it's funny. Out of all of our animals. In like, some ways, he's the uh, bravest dog. And in other ways, he's, what did we call him the other day? Cowardly lion. The cowardly lion. <laughs> we were giving our animals the... Um, Boo, boo is Dorothy, <laughs> and Obi is the scarecrow because he has no brain. Yeah, and Sebastian was... The, the Tin Man, although tin he has a pretty big heart. Yeah, he does have a big heart. So, yeah, yeah we were just being... Or we said he could be Toto, one or the other. Yeah, <laughs> you're Dorothy. Yeah, there you go. So, anyways, the dogs, that's about all that's on the agenda with the pups these yeah. days, right? It covers the terrain. All um, right, want to talk about the... Peony portion. Oh yeah, we got a lot of stuff there. Yeah, I think tons. we've talked some of it about the. Um, we talked about the pickles. Yeah, we uh, had a, a boatload of cucumbers, and yeah. even today we still are getting them. Yeah. Um, but we uh, learned how to pickle uh, the cucumbers. I think yeah. we mentioned that. Yeah, prior we did. Episode. My parents loved them, and they yeah, took and them home. So I took some up to my mom. She liked them as well. Yeah. So we're um, getting positive feedback on our pickles, and we had two different types of pickles. They were both dill, but one was made out of the Mrs. Uh, the Mrs. Dash yeah. pickle mix, which really tasted. I think we talked about that kind of yeah. uh, Vlasic type. Yep. And, and then, then we made our own. You off, made your uh, straight out recipe off the internet. Mm-hmm. And then we lost any ambition to do any more pickling. So we decided to give the cucumbers to the, the chickens, poultry. The chickens, chickens love the cucumbers, the excess. Oh, yeah. And um, then we have figs. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing I was going to say about... Oh, the, uh, we were hoping we'd get more tomatoes by now so we could start to make tomato sauce, but that hasn't come to pass yet. And our peppers are just... We get yeah, spicy we get hot tomato yeah, peppers, but, but none of the like the bell peppers. Bell peppers. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, we fly, so we have. We I, I can't remember if we mentioned this, but when we moved in, right in front of the horse barn, we had. So we moved in in April, and the, there was this, these really scraggly branch-like things in front of the horse barn. Yeah, and Kevin threatened to rip them out. And uh, but I said, frankly, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. And then they started to come in, and I had just planted last year, uh, or two years ago at my old place, fig trees that I had gotten at uh, Mount Vernon from George Washington's original fig trees. And so I knew what the light leaf looked like, and I completely missed it. <laughs> Kelly got it. I was and like, win! I win! These Yay! are fig trees. And we have a ton of figs coming oh, in. crazy amounts of figs. But now they're ripening, so we're going to have to pick them. We ate one. Yeah, that was sweet as all get out. It was super awesome. Yeah. So um, we're going to have to start to figure out how to make fig newtons and Some all kinds of stuff. preserves and all that. Preserves. So yeah, that's the next thing. And then big give thing. everybody we know figs. Yeah. Um, so basically from there... Um, so now we're heading into... Um, fall. The fall. So we're in September now. Uh, so we're going to start ripping out some of the stuff that's kind of passed, uh, and start to plant some of the fall vegetables, Mm -hmm. some, um, uh, maybe some tri-broccoli again, carrots, definitely lettuces. Because Uh, let's be honest, even if we get sick of eating carrots, the horses will love them. Exactly. And we still have a ton of, um, lemongrass down there. We have to make some lemongrass. Lemongrass. We'll we can't soup. make we can't make lemongrass chicken, can we? <laughs> because I have a rule: no more chicken. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, but that's because we have chickens for pets now. 
They're not pets. They're giving us eggs. No, they're pets. Oh, speaking of which, he we, just totally blew that because huh. out of our. I didn't say. I just said they. We have them for eggs, but you I didn't said say you, we, you are giving. You said they are giving us eggs. No, I said. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so the chickens have given Kevin two eggs. Uh, granted, we have ten chickens, but we got two One a day, eggs. Which is not bad, Which right is now. actually pretty good. If they could give us three a day, that would be perfect yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, no, that's too much. I can't eat three <laughs> eggs a day. You will be eating eggs until you <laughs> My turn My cholesterol will be, will be sky high. <laughs> you never had cholesterol. But yeah, we went out for the uh, two days ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the chickens were already in the coop. And when we came out in the morning... There they was don't one seem to like in, the nesting boxes. Not though. yet. No. There was one in the run that we hadn't seen, so we picked that up and cleaned it off. Um, and then there was one near the nesting box this morning. Oh, so near. Uh-huh. Cooked them both up, and they're very tasty. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, and they're yeah. all going, they're, they seem to be healthy, happy. Yeah. And then I guess we can pop over to the ponies. So yeah. ponies. So a lot of things have happened. Last episode, we talked about the fact that I vetted out horses, and the horses were kind of a sad sack situation for us. Um, so it didn't get much better because Gigi hurt her hind leg, and then we. Yeah, I can't up... remember. Was she? Did she hurt like the last episode? No, I think no, it was after. It yeah. was after. So she, I think she probably kicked the fence or did something, but she came that in and her, she had up. a really deep scratch. Uh-huh. And it was blown up. And it was blown up, and I thought what was we... it? it was her, her rear left leg. Yeah. Okay. No, right. Okay. okay. Rear right. And. Rear right. Yeah, that's right. I know it isn't. You're. No, it's right. Yeah. yeah from it her side, right. it's the right. Yeah, you're Looking right. Looking at it from yeah, our left. it's the right. And I thought I had it under control, and then yeah. it blew up, and it got cellulitis. And so. Well, the problem was, you were taking care of it, and then we would put her out, and she doesn't know any better, and she's running all over the place on her legs, so that probably didn't help. She was always sound. Yeah, she never had a problem. Yeah, she was, I mean, she's pretty tough. So, again, I know I mentioned her in the last episode, but I'm going to mention her again. Um, I bought uh, Gigi from my friend Jen Mutchler, who owns Half Pass Farm in Catlett, Virginia. Uh Um, So she breeds them tough. That's what I'm going to say there, (laughs) because the mare never took an off step. Her leg was freaking huge, and she never took a lame step. Um, So, anyways, I got kind of panicky. I had her on, I had, I said to Kevin, I need to just put her antibiotics and I just need to sweat her leg. And he was like, I'm like, but I'm worried. So I called You should have just stayed that course because it was the right course. It was the right course. So I called the vet and it was emergency and she text, she said, text pictures. And she said, no, you're doing everything absolutely correctly. Um, Put her on SMZs, sweat the leg. SMZs is what? Uh, Trimethosulfate. Uh, It's like an antibiotic? It is. Okay. Um, so I had to give her 15 twice a day for seven days. Oh yeah, we had to, <laughs> that was fun. Kevin big, was amazing. Big, so huge, um, syringe. Syringe that you had to Because I didn't want to trust that she would and, eat it because it kind of yeah. tastes nasty. Yeah. And some horses will eat them. Some horses do, don't. And she's too young and I didn't want to take a chance that she wouldn't. So, so I decided to, to dose her syringe into her. opening up her mouth. Uh, yeah. And she was good. She was. And then we sweated her legs and she was not happy about having leg wraps because it was the first time she had ever had them on. But that was, uh, that's something we weren't going to talk about. Uh, didn't recall to was the uh, apple. Oh um, yeah. So I got her a lick thing. it. Yeah. And which it's is a, just a like a, a plastic thing that you put like canisters in that have like 
different flavors that you yeah. can lick. Something to play with. Something to play with and lick and co- give her something to concentrate on. So I thought about putting it in her stall because she hadn't had legwork wraps on before and I was afraid that she might rip them off and maybe the licket would give her a little bit of a distraction and then she forgets she'd have them on, which actually worked. Yeah, except the licket had like two canisters and she like immediately ate everything in it and the canisters fell out and... Yeah. It didn't quite work. And then we got the apple one. Yeah. Is it still licking? I can't remember. We'll have it's to look a licking. Yeah. yeah. But it's a, it's a sturdier design. Yeah, it is. And Although she still she, ate the heck out of it. She eats it like within 10 minutes. She yeah. just chomps on it. She's kind of obsessive compulsive. And then anything that falls on the floor, the dogs eat. Yeah, they try yeah. at least. So um, she's been great. Um, then the swelling finally went down. And she had a big old knot on the side of her leg. Yeah. And the horses actually have a bone right about where she got had the sore yeah. or the lump. And there's a bone in there that can be fairly fragile um, called the splint bone. Mm-hmm. And I started to fret that maybe she fractured the splint bone or chipped a piece of it off. And it was in the soft tissue and it was making the lump. So I finally couldn't take it anymore um, because she is my two-year-old and she, I have... I have plans for her, (laughs) seeing that Risa is, like, not in void. Um, For now. For now. Um, So I had the vet out today. Yeah. And and she was happy because I also... What was was the bone that you were concerned with? Splint bone. Splint. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, In her hawk Uh area. Hawk is, like, the elbow? The elbow part. On the back leg. Yeah. So I... um, Or knee cap or whatever. Yeah, whatever. It, if you were to put your arm out, it looks like an elbow yeah. kind of thing because yeah, it bends. Um, so, anyways, I had the vet out today to X-ray her because I was like, okay, enough is enough. I can't stand this. Like, yeah. if there's an issue there and I need to get surgery on her, I want to get it done rather, you know, soon rather than have to, uh, you know, do it later when it's done more damage. So she came out. She asked me what I've been doing. I said, I've been sweating it, and, uh, she, she, you know, she's been going out, and I switched her from SMZs after seven days to Uniprim because it's another antibiotic, and I said, I don't know why, but I just decided that that's what I wanted to do, <laughs> and she said, no, that's a great choice. Yeah. Stay with the Uniprim until it's done. Like, stick with that course. Kelly could have been a vet if she wanted to be. <laughs> Except I would have never passed organic chem, but that's okay. <laughs> So, um, we x-rayed. She said, like, you know, it's in a weird spot. I've seen ones before that that sort of bump is, you know, there's a bone chip there. Um, she's like, it may be nothing, but the only way we'll know is if we just do the x-ray. And I was like, okay, cool. I said, let's trank her. And she said, no, we're going to try to do it without tranking her. Good. And I said, it worked out well. And she said, are you sure? She's only a two. She's probably going to be a fidgety nightmare. And she said, let's try it. Uh-huh. And she was an angel. Yeah, she was. Absolute angel. She oh. had the plates all around her leg. And I was holding her, her, and you were holding the... Yeah, the plates, and the plate. um, and, the and there was nothing that. wrong. The only thing that showed up really on the x-ray at first that gave us a little bit of pause was the scar, the, yeah, um, the, the scab. cut, the, the, cap, the scab um, showed up on the x-ray a little bit because it's kind of deep. Yeah. Um, and so she just said, run the, um, the Uniprim. She gave me the option of doing continuing to fears and sweater or to put some surpass on it. Um, I opted for the surpass and she said, do it for two weeks. And if the bump doesn't go down, we can do some shockwave or laser therapy on her. 
um, and that it was more for cosmetic yeah. than it was for actually anything physical. Yeah. And I'm a cosmetic girl. So well, I'll see what happens. Yeah, so we'll see. So she was fine. She was lovely. She's impressing me more and more every day. There was yeah. a little part of her that was pretty rotten when we first brought her home. I think she was rebelling because we left, made her leave Zara, her best friend. Well, and then uh, she had ups and downs. That one time uh, Guinness and I were walking around the mm-hmm. paddock and she decided to... Kick you. Kick us. Yeah. <laughs> kick me. Luckily. So, But she seems Not to Guinness. have mellowed out and she's gotten a little taller and her head actually looks like it kind of fits her body again. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah. So the ponies, you know... There's then, some, we also went and tried out a pony. Yeah, we've talked about this in the prior episodes where um, having three horses uh, is a bit tricky. It is. Because they're, they're uh, herd animals. And they're attached to each other. Yeah, and so if you um, take two out and leave one in the, the barn, other than the Risa, who's very lonerish, but typically if yeah. you leave one in the barn, they, uh, they get kind of scared, frantic. Yeah. Um, so we've been on the pursuit after that one horse that failed, like we talked about in the other episode. We were on a pursuit, and my farrier, who's awesome, just said, hey, I don't really know much about this horse. I'm going to shoe it. Um, but the girl is looking to find it, um, somebody. It, um, she's going down to Florida to compete for the winter. That's what a lot of people around here do. We're in the Virginia area, so they want to go to warmer climates. Mm-hmm. And she needs to pretty much unload the mare before she goes because she has two horse she has three horses and she can only carry two and um she had a price tag on her that was a little um more than i would have wanted to pay for her um 12 year old mare she's a 12 year old well-bred mare let's just so you know it depends on what you're looking for right if you're looking for really good bloodlines for like Broodmare. Broodmarish. Um, and the mare yeah. had had a foal, so that was positive. But she had also had a couple, like, injuries. Um, and one of them, she actually had surgery on her hind leg, which I did not know about when I went to go look at her. Um, I was told that she had wind puffs, but that's fine. Like, I don't think that... The girl was not trying to hide anything. I think yeah, she, she was, was just kind of like... She had wind puffs and, you know, it was a quick Wind, wind puffs or what? Um, so in her hind leg, down low towards the fetlock... What's that? Um, so there's the hoof, and then there's a pastern, and oh, then there's the ankle or fetlock. I see. Some people will call it the ankle. It's really called the fetlock. Uh-huh. Um, on the backside where the tendon is, there was these bulges uh-huh. that have fluid in them. Okay. Um, so when she said wind puffs, I thought, okay. No, that's no big deal, huh? No big deal, because okay. like I've had horses with wind puffs. This wasn't just a normal wind puff. This was a very big wind puff, uh-huh. enormous, actually, yeah. from my, you know, from my where I am, um, because she had had surgery, and that was kind of the residual part of the surgery. Uh-huh. I will say that it was ugly looking. However, caveat: she was very sound behind. Yeah. And she was moving. Yeah, and we both rode her. We both rode her, and she was lovely. She was exactly what she told us. She yeah. was very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, except that the only problem was with my current state with Risa, to be quite frank, I'm really concerned about buying a horse that may have a problem. Yeah. Even if it hasn't been a problem yet, I'm really concerned about buying something that had a problem or has had an issue or... 
looks like it might perhaps sneeze wrong um, and buying it and because I'm afraid that as soon as I'll get it, it will break. Yeah, and so, especially with Gigi being Yeah, and I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Yeah, and I wasn't sure where Gigi was. I yeah. didn't know this weekend if I was going to have to have surgery on Gigi to remote, remove right. a bone chip or a yeah. splint bone or whatever. So um, the mayor was incredibly sweet, really liked the girl that had her. My friend Jen, again, that I mentioned, because we're really good friends. We don't see each other as much as we have. Yeah, the one that's in Catlett. I asked her to come out because I felt like her opinion always matters to me. And she's a dressage person. So this mayor was trained up to third level dressage and she does jumping. So Jen loved her. Yeah. Jen really, really loved her. Um, Kevin had Kevin had a hard time keeping her going, but that's because Guinness has such an engine. Yeah. I've and you're just not to used to right. having to really ask a horse to use themselves. Yeah. But she was safe. Yeah, she was good. I never had any concerns. No, and she like she was like, I'm just gonna be a good girl. Like yeah. that was just her attitude. Um she had a little cloudiness in her eye that concerned me. That was another concern, yeah. Yeah, and so I've opted to so Jen, Jen has someone that yeah, is potentially Jen, interested. And Jen kept saying it to us, right? We were saying that she's like, I, my, my little ladies need this horse. Yeah. And you know, like that kind of resonated with me a little bit. Like she does, she needs like a little old lady that's just going to pamper her yeah. and love on her. Cause she's, you know, she's had to work for a living. Yeah. So Jen is, I connected the two of them. Jen's going to have a little old lady come out. Um, I said to Jen, I haven't said anything to Susie yet, but I did say to Jen that if um, she gets in a total pinch and she can't find the right person for her, that we may be willing to just take her for over the winter. She, over the winter, while and, she's down in Florida. Yeah, and just ride her and keep her fit and try to get some weight on her. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. So that's the pony part, and then we have the products. Well, we uh, also wanted to mention. So we oh. we talked in an earlier episode about trying different things for the flies. Mm. One of them was we had given, I think, Risa garlic, and the others we gave them something else. Um, yeah, Simplify. Simplify. And then we kind of moved away from the garlic, but now you've decided to bring the garlic Yeah, up. so I kind of moved off the garlic because I was like, hmm, I'm not sure it's working. Yeah. And then we noticed that once we took the garlic away from Risa, all the flies were, like, congregating around our nose yeah. when we would go to grab her, right? Yeah. And um, so I grabbed another straight-up garlic, and I'm starting to feed it to the horses again. Yeah, so hopefully. Um, well, and then we're starting to move into the fall, so the flies will start to become Hopefully. Yeah. Because they've been pretty bad for uh-huh. a while. Um, so that's the fly thing. But we also... Um, so over the summer, we've had the opportunity to try a lot of different fly things. Yeah, because we, we talked about in prior episodes the uh, fly... Larva or the 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 larva that predators uh, the predators fly yep. predators we just gotta deploy them earlier next yeah. year so they were effective they were but we didn't not a, we not didn't as get much them as, as yeah. early on as we should have so next year we're gonna do that better yeah. but one of the things that worked out really really well were the citronella sticks yeah put them in the we uh, put them the in run all in the running sheds and I have to tell you there's hardly ever any flies in there even now yeah so which is well. pretty awesome and then. Um, Our horses are like in um, shields of armor when they go out. They are. So started out with, uh, uh, well, fly sheets. Fly sheets um, with full necks. Yeah. So they have neck covers on them. And um, some of our blankets have belly bands and Uh some of them don't. 
Yeah, the public um, lands seem to do pretty well. Yeah, um, we discovered that. Um, so I use. So here's the thing: my horses destroy blankets no matter what. So <laughs> you had a, a brand new one the other day on uh, on uh, Risa. It was a and she's know, in in her stall and she ripped it. Yeah. Like, so she was in a Smart Pack brand fly sheet that. Uh. I don't know. The thing keeps growing. It's like a 78, but it's made for like a horse that's a size like 84 or like something. Like an elephant. Um, and because it was too big on Guinness. So I put it on Risa because she's an 80 and he's a 78 and it's still ginormous on yeah. her. Um, but anyways, it was beautiful, good yeah. quality. And she ripped the side of it. Like the first day. The first day. Um, and then we, so the fly sheets, they do well. And then we yeah. spray them around. And we put the rhino. Have... I put like the little Mio ones on them. They're not too expensive, but they have neck sheets. Yeah. Um, so it's almost I've gotten a cover. couple. Um, Gigi's kind of keeps growing. So yeah. she's got like various stages of fly sheets. So yeah. she's got all different brands. Because for a while there, I was just trying to find one that would fit her because. She was tall and lanky, but super skinny, so nothing fit her belly right. Yeah. It was weird. Um, and she's a growing. Yeah, but now she's like she's filly. filling into herself, so that's good. So so that's the sheet over the sheet and neck over the body, and then the so the face. The face. So we put fly masks on them. Yeah. Um. And started off with just the fly masks not covering their ears or their mouth. No. Yeah. We so just it was their eyes and. So interestingly enough, in the past, Guinness used to teach the horses how to rip his fly masks off, <laughs> and I realized, or he would hook them on trees and rip the ones with the ears off. Yeah. So I put them in ones that had no ear um, protection, and they seemed to stay on longer. Yeah. Um. But they discovered here he actually does like the ear covers. Yeah, keep the uh, flies out of their ears. Yeah, so we got him the Smart Pack ones. Yeah, those um, worked out well. And they worked out really well. Um, and but then we found that Risa in particular kept getting flies on her nose. Yeah, because it wasn't covered. Yeah, so I ended up going online and first I ordered a Cashiel one with the nose guard. Uh-huh. And it didn't have ears. And I was like, well, that's just not going to work. I don't know why I ordered this one. Dumb. Yeah. So then I went, I gave up on that for a little while. But then I saw all the flies on her nose and I just couldn't stand it. So I went and I ordered one with ears in the nose guard. It's Cashiel. And it's been working out fabulous. Yeah. And I think next spring they're all getting yeah. that specific one. Yeah. So maybe Smart Pack will make one that's yeah. an equivalent with the nose guard. And that would be really, really useful. Um, the horses have also gotten leg fly leg wraps. Yeah, this is interesting to me. So by wrapping their hooves, or up above their hooves. <laughs> their legs. Their legs. <laughs> yeah, it keeps the flies off? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we put little fly boots on them. Boots, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been through about a billion different uh-huh. ones. Um, I had the Dover brand that lasted about an hour on Gigi, yeah. literally. Like one hour, uh. <laughs> she ripped them. They're like they're fly socks or like whatever, but they did not last. Um, they were really bad. And then we had I had gotten her like the full or the yeah. Arab size um, ones from Cashiel, uh-huh. and her, you know it was like her first time having leg things on, and so I think she purposely ripped the yeah. stupid things off. So those didn't last very long. And then I got Risa. I got Risa the, the sock ones, and I got her the Cashiel ones. The blue ones. 
The pink ones. The pink, the, yeah. But I got the pink ones in a size that was a little too bo- big. I thought she was a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and I <laughs> got her the warm blood size, and apparently they were huge. Um, and then I went and I got the Smart Pack brand. That's the blue ones that everyone has now. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they work out well. They've worked out well. They were a little cheaper than the Cashiel. Um, she also has, I can't remember the name of the brand. I'm going to have to look it up. But she has those socks. Those white ones that I put on her uh-huh. when she had the cut on her yeah, leg. Yeah, those were good. And they were phenomenal. And she loves them. Yeah. Like, she really just does not like flies. So, yeah. she loves them. So, as soon as everything goes on sale at the end of the season, I'm going to be stocking up from next year. Yeah, next year we'll uh, suit them up fully. Yeah. It makes a difference. It does make a difference. Because you can tell they're miserable when they, they get are. flies on them. Definitely. And my horses have decided they do not like to be out at night. Yeah. Well, when the, the, we always theorize that maybe Risa, who was by herself in the, her own paddock, had gotten scared Spooked. by some um, coyotes. Because the deer would come out, and she's fine with the deer in the paddock. Yeah. Uh, but, but I suspect if they run away really fast, she's probably like, oh, shit, out. I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in here. Yeah. So. so now that we know we do have coyotes, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. So... So, yeah, they come in at night right now. Yeah. Maybe go back out in the fall. Yeah, which is fine. Well, cool. I think that covers the terrain, huh? Pretty much, do you think? Yeah, I think uh, hit the four Ps and the two additional Ps now that we have. Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> we get two more Ps, lots of Ps going So we're going to, so uh, we'll just conclude. Uh, so we now have our own business. Yes. Uh, LLC. I think we talked about that last yep, episode. Yeah, we did. But we're looking at setting up our own website. Um, there's a website tied to Simplecast yeah. where you can download these podcasts. But uh, starting to build out the business a little bit, figure out what, way, what yeah. direction we want to go. Yeah, and we're going to be starting to do some research on how we can start to do interviews for people. Oh, yeah. that uh, your, your, uh, Our friends, uh, Gabrielle and Emmanuel. Yes. Up in Massachusetts. So Emmanuel's been doing a couple. He works at Total Wine up in uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. And... It's been doing a couple different wine-related podcasts, and uh, so we're trying to bring him in on an interview. Yeah, definitely, so he can talk about the pick-me-up person. Yeah, exactly. So then hopefully we can start to, like, interview each one. You know, we can find somebody Yeah, we talked about, like, when Molly was out. Yeah, Yeah, and they can each cover the ponies, the puppies, the peonies. Or whatever. Or whatever suits their boat. Uh Yeah. Suits their boat. (laughs) Floats their boat. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I I think anybody that knows me knows I never get the analogies right. (laughs) I make them up. I know what you meant. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, cool. we'll have to do that. Yeah. And then um, well, all, all, more details to come. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Hope Thanks. you enjoyed. Stay safe. Take care. Ciao. Bye.